0: Hi, you're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic pill or a silver bullet to instant success, but practical ways you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive Whilst others struggle. Hello, this is John Kay, and welcome to this podcast on the difference between coaching, mentoring, counseling, training, and managing. Pablo Picasso said there are painters who transform the sun to a yellow spot, and there are others who transform a yellow spot into the sun. And in the same way, there are many managers and leaders in business and every part of life who can take somebody with huge potential and great skill, fabulous talent and make them into nothing, waste draws, wasting that talent. And there are other people who can spot your potential and nurture it and develop it and bring it out of you till you become that son. And many managers and leaders ask me about when is the best time to be a coach? Why should I be a mentor or a coach or you know should I be training or teaching these people? Well it does matter but sometimes the terminologies are a little confusing so many people some people will say coaching when somebody else says no that's mentoring and vice versa but let's look at the main similarities and differences as this may be helpful for you in establishing what style you would prefer someone uses with you but also what somebody else may prefer you use with them as their manager now there is considerable overlap between these development approaches And in the show notes, you'll be able to see a chart when I try to illustrate these overlaps clearly for you. Each of these approaches has a different performance direction, support or personal well-being focus in the context of the organisation, in the context of your career or your whole life. See, improving performance is largely about developing your job skills competences with E S. Whilst developing your soft skills competencies I E S is better served through direction and support. Developing your character is best served through supporting your development and a focus on your personal well-being. So you you'll see that there's overlaps indicated in the diagram in the show notes, perhaps more so with the growth of life coaching, which has filled a niche in developing you in your life while not being therapy or counselling. So I'm going to focus principally on two main areas, mentoring and coaching. Most people find that managing is fairly straightforward. It's very performance-driven. It is almost exclusively to do with the organisation. And mostly managing is about how to do things, the competence. Whereas training is similar, but very often it's between you, your organisation and your career and going as far as developing soft skills. Business coaching is a little bit more to do with way of doing, your competency, your softer skills, and between clearly between organisation, career and life. Mentoring tends towards between being about you, your career and your life, what you want to achieve, and is very much more focused on being direction and support with some well-being in there. It's about way of doing more than anything else. Life coaching is about your life, less to do with your career, although, of course, that has implications, and a lot less to do with performance, more to do with giving you direction. Counselling, on the other hand, is far more about you, your personal life, but about your su- supporting you and your personal well-being. And in these, the difference is, well, there are overlaps and does it matter? Yes, to a certain extent, particularly between coaching and mentoring. So what is mentoring? Well, in spite of its origins in Greek culture about 3,000 years ago, mentoring is a buzzword today where life and work is high tech but not high touch. When we use the word mentoring... A dozen or more different images can race across our minds. It seems that we might not all be on the same page. So it will serve us well to offer a working definition that brings us all together in our understanding. And here I'm I'm tweaking a definition originally from Paul Stanley and Robert Clifton and later by Dr. Till Elmore. And that is, Mentoring is a working relational experience which one person empowers and enables another by sharing their wisdom and resources. So how does that differ from coaching? Well, coaching, in the 16th century, the word coach described a horse-drawn vehicle to take people from where they were to where they wanted to be. In the 20th century, big buses and rows of seats were also called Coaches and their purpose was the same to get people to where they wanted to go. The word coach was given athletic meaning somewhere around 1880 when it was used to identify the person who tutored university students in their rowing on the Cam River in Cambridge. Later, the word and the role became associated with musicians, public speakers, and actors who rely on coaches to improve their skills. Don Shula, former coach for the Miami Dolphins, wrote about athletes who would come to his team with their skills and talents, ready to submit to the coach whose job was to instruct, discipline, and inspire them to do things better than they thought they could do on their own. Over time, the idea of a coach has not really changed. A coach is a vehicle to take someone from where they are now to where they want to be. Uh, Eric Parslow the author of The Manager as Coach and Mentor. Back in 99, defines coaching as a process that enables learning and development to occur and thus performance to improve. So you can see that coaching is far more to do with developing your performance and giving you direction, whilst mentoring has some directional elements in it, but very much about support to do with your career and to your organisation. So when is it most appropriate to use each one? Well, it depends whether you're looking for performance in the organisation or performance in life. Are you looking for the person's well-being almost exclusively? Are you looking for somebody who needs direction or somebody who needs support in their direction? You choose the mode that is most appropriate and using the appropriate tools and techniques to improve performance give direction, provide support or look after an individual's well-being. Do go to the show notes, look at the diagram that gives you a very clear idea. And I've also created a table that describes each of these, telling you about the focus, the context, how to how to orient yourself for it, how many people, where the value of this comes from and what sort of content and the goal and the progress how you do this. And all of these approaches are processes by which people are taken from where they are, their skills, talents, and knowledge and position, to where they want to be. So I tend to use the fairly ubiquitous term coaching to refer to any non-therapeutic development activity. And it may cross the, these many boundaries of teaching, coaching, mentoring, counselling, sometimes managing as well. But for you, you may need to flex your methods in order to understand better how to create value for the person you're working with. That's all from me for now. Have a great day. Bye-bye. for listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast. You can learn more on how to motivate and get people to do things that matter over at my website at leadershipadvantage.com.